0: if you haven't yet joined my course shadow stalking 101 you can do that through the show notes you can also go over there and just see what is in store for you in that course this is one of my foundational courses and one of the prerequisites for my course the wounded healer advanced studies and coach training and archetypal somatics so if you're interested in having a line of work that is heart-centered and about shadow stalking and somatic shadow integration you might want to check out my courses so i hope to see you there Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram, at synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com, and on the web, synchrosoma.com. This episode of the podcast is a listener request. The theme is fairness in relationships. And so what I want you to do is think about your relationship that you are having right now if you're in a romantic partnership or maybe a past relationship or if neither of those apply to you, what you think a relationship should be like and what fairness would look like in a relationship. And so you can pause this if you want to do that for a moment. And then when you feel like you've got kind of an idea of what fairness might look like in a relationship, you know, whether it's equal contributions financially or equal chores or whatever it is, um, you know, if you do something for them, they do something for you, whatever that stuff is that you've come up with, I want you to take it, write it down on a piece of paper, and then throw it in the garbage because relationships not only are not fair, even if you could do an accounting system and make something equal or fair, you are have so little mental capacity to be able to really account for what's fair and what isn't fair in a relationship that your math would be wrong. So throw it out. And let's start with what's real. What's real in relationships is that we learn to be more giving, to allow our chi to flow, to donate our chi, to give, to be unconditional, and to love. And there's something going on right now in in the pop psychology world where people are saying, "Don't go! Don't be stupid and think that that unconditional love is possible. All love is conditional. All relating is conditional. That's a total weird. I don't know. Like it's part of the 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 group of people that talk about narcissists and." boundaries I think but in this work and shadow work we don't we don't go there so just stop it (laughs) sorry that's a um that's an inside joke for those of you who know what stop it is um people who've worked with me and if you don't know uh, next time we're having a session together ask me to tell you and I will tell you what stop it is we don't go there We work with what's real, not with our fantasies about what is fair. I just want to make it really intense for you. Stephen Hawken, who I bring up occasionally in these podcasts, I don't know why, but he's just one of those guys that has some really unique attributes. So he's extreme, and so we get to use him as an example. Do you think that what was going on between him and his wife was fair? Like... The amount of pain he was suffering. Do you think she was suffering that amount of pain? The amount of money he brought in. Do you think she was bringing in the same amount of money? The amount of chores she did. The amount of IQ he provided to their connection. There's no way we can use math to account for what was fair between the two of them. So if you're operating under a contract that's about fairness, you are in a fantasy. You're in a total delusion and a fantasy about how a relationship should go. Now, if you're willing to get out of the delusion and start to get into unconditional connection, then you can really start to witness and behold your partner for who they actually are, not for, you know, what they're doing for you or what they should be doing for you or what you're doing for them or should be doing for them or what you're you're manipulating them to do or being manipulated to do. I recognize this is some tough love I'm giving to you right now. But the old adage is true. Life isn't fair. But guess what? At the deepest, deepest, deepest layer, it is fair. It's totally fair. Everything that's happening to you is meant to be happening. Everything that's happening in your relationship is meant to be happening. Any problems you have are portals and pain portals or opportunities, problems slash opportunities for you to actually get your good work done, your good psychological work done in this lifetime, your psycho-spiritual training, your consciousness training for what you're here to do and accomplish. So whatever's going on in your relationship is going to be really good fodder for that. How on earth do you have a relationship if you're not telling each other your needs and getting them met? I thought that's what a relationship is. I thought I was supposed to come into a relationship and then start having the the sexual part of it or the financial part of it or the fun part of it, all start meeting my needs. And if they're not meeting my needs, maybe I feel like it isn't fair. How, how, the, how the heck am I supposed to have a good relationship if my needs aren't being met? Well, first of all, we want to ask ourselves, why am I having needs that my partner is supposed to meet? what actually are these needs? Because in, in my experience, the only emergencies are earthquakes and cars on fire and stuff you actually have to do. And the only needs are water, food, sleep, and shelter, stuff like that. That everything else is, do I want this or do I not want this? Every other so-called emergency is just a difficulty or a challenge that that I that I want to meet. Let's just say your partner's cheating on you let's make it as bad as we possibly can well now we could all get together and say that they were a liar and cheater and they shouldn't have done that and so they're at fault and i'm not it's not fair what they did they lied and they cheated now if we use the archetypal somatics method or the shadow stocking method for working with this content we're going to start to decode rather than cast blame or make checks and balances on fairness or or find out who's to blame and start handing out punishments. We're going to start to stalk. Now, there, here is a symbol in my reality right now. So go ahead and pick what it is for you. If it's not cheating, if your partner did something else... Or if you you cheated or did something else, just pick whatever it is that you want to pick as the bad thing that they or you have to be punished for. Now start stalking it. Start asking yourself, what is this symbol? What is cheating? What is telling the truth? And maybe something that's more uh, universal that most couples deal with at some point is imbalances in money or who's doing more of the work. And if you've had children um who's doing more of the child labor or something. So <laughs> child labor I didn't mean like sweatshop. I meant <laughs> taking care of the children. Um so just pick whatever it is for you and start stocking this thing. Inside of the theme are the symbols, the the content, the what is it that's actually triggering you that's not fair. I mean there's plenty of men I know who do all of the cooking and they're happy to do it. And the, and the, the other part of the partner is happy to receive the, you know, the partnership is happy to receive the food. And, and then there's other people where there's a couple and, and one of the couple doesn't do any of the cooking and everybody's really upset about that. And there's a big, you know, well, I do all of the cooking, so let's have you do all of the dishes. So this is, This is like, it's an okay way to relate if you just want to be trading for labor in a relationship. But doesn't that sound a little bit more like a job and a little bit less like a romance? So if you want romance in your relationship, I'm sorry I'm laughing so much during this. I'm making myself laugh. I keep, images keep popping up to me. it was the job. Doesn't that sound like a job to you? That, you know, (laughs) that started to bring in some images. So you can either laugh with me or turn this thing off at this point because you're not getting anything out of it. But anyway, if you want romance out of a relationship, then you're going to have to stop turning it into a job and a checks and balances thing and a needs thing and a boundaries thing and are my needs getting met and is it fair thing okay if you do that and I know that there's so many systems out there's relationship coaches lined up to take your money to tell you that they can give you this fourfold system or this tenfold system to help you and your partner finally like each other and stop fighting. Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't need a gigantic system. You just need to start caring about each other. And if you care about your partner, then you're not going to want to hurt them with abuse, with attacks, with uh, checks and balances. You're not going to be keeping tabs on how much, how many times they do the dishes, you're going to let them keep tabs on how many times they're doing the dishes. You're going to let them keep tabs on are they evolving and growing and turning into a, a contributing partner to the relationship, or are, they going to rem- or are they remaining a parasite and just using other people? You're going to let them g- be in charge of their psycho-spiritual growth, and you're going to be in charge of yours. And whether your partner becomes loving or not, you can. You can be a loving person. You can evolve. You can have growth in your life and you can take on the situation you're in right now and own it as your set of symbols and your fodder for your shadow stocking. If you stayed with me long enough or this long uh, in the podcast and you're not totally annoyed with the what I'm proposing here... And you've thrown out the fairness thing and the checks and balances and you're, you're a little bit dismembered by this idea that it's up to you and you can do the work for yourself. I'm not saying to stick around with a partner that just keeps lying to you and cheating on you or something. I'm not saying to stick around with a parasite, but we might want to ask ourselves, why are you harboring a parasite? What's in it for you? Why are you, you've got this person that's just, that you're enabling. I mean, is it somebody that you're just, you know, giving the money so they can just keep buying beers and not get a job and then complain about how the world isn't, you know, what? what is it, what are you getting out of having a parasite or somebody who's lying and cheating? Okay, there's, that. that's number one. That's you taking responsibility for having this person in your life. Okay, again, that's you taking responsibility. So you can start there. And then sitting again deeper into the dismemberment, what? how are you relating to this person, even if they're a parasite, even if they're cheating and lying, what is your style of relating with them? Are you just blaming them all the time? Are you trying to use trickery and manipulation to force them to act like they're straight even though they keep cheating on you with the same sex partner and and pretending like they can they cannot do it again. Like what kind of manipulation tactics are you using to get to coerce them into agreeing with your rules that they can't live with. But they want to pretend to cuz they don't want to lose you. You see what I'm saying? So so sit there and ask yourself what what kinds of of rules have you set up boundaries is what they use in the nice nice language what kind of what kind of system have you created to force your partner to pretend or what have they traded or given up to stick with your rules what what have they what part of themselves have they dismembered in order to be able to be in this trade system with you to to um be under the rules that you're putting forth. So let's say that you're with me and you've thrown out the trade model. You're no longer banking in your relationship and you're ready for real connection, romance, love, magic, and all of that stuff, but you just don't know where to begin well you have you've begun you've um you went through that whole first part of this episode and listened to some kind of brutally honest truth about um false relationships really i mean it's about you know relationships that are about trade are are not real not real love relationships they just really aren't so so you've you've done it. You've begun. And decoding and working with this content in a relationship or partnership that's sort of stuck in that old pattern is totally possible. And I've got a course coming up called um, The Team Model, which I'll be teaching with my partner of 32 years. We've been through our ups and downs and learned a lot. And we'll be teaching you how to do that stuff. And Even without taking that course or getting involved in that um, in relationship coaching with my partner and I, you can start to really just pause, take your time, and witness how you are relating today. So you can get in touch with me if you want to know more about relationship coaching and the team model course coming up hopefully pretty soon. And until then, drop into your heart, take a deep breath, make a commitment to the most important relationship of all, which is the one that you have with yourself. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically grown on podcast farm.